We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast celebrating Pride Month all month long. Congratulations, Pride fellow Prideans. I'm John Baker. I'm Jonathan Motney. And today we're going to talk about a game show. Funny enough, we're talking about a game show. You know what? I've been kind of thinking about things. Okay. Kind okay. of been mulling it over. Yeah. You know, I'm 35 now. Yeah. Well, well, you will be. I'm almost yeah. 35. We had a uh, a surprise party for your 35th birthday yesterday. Wasn't a huge surprise for me. What do you mean? Oh, um, the second John just sent out these surprise invitations. Right. Uh, the friend, ones that said this is a surprise party. Right, correct. Right. Uh, the friend, well, quotes, friend, uh, called me and told me... This is our friend Fran. This is our friend Fran. Okay. Fran said... Hey, dude, why are you ruining my father's day? Uh, to which I replied, what are you talking about? He continued. All I want to do is hang out, do nothing, and drink beer. And now I got to come to your thing. Uh-huh. To which then uh, led to me saying, what thing? And getting angrier, kind of realizing he uh, he's probably ruining something. And then he finally said, oh, wait. Oh, dude, is this supposed to be a surprise party? As if he was still angry that I didn't know about the surprise. Why didn't you, though? Well, because it was a surprise. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's supposed to be a surprise. Right. And then it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, but, it, dude, back to what's really Yeah, back important. to now that you're a 35-year-old man with feelings I don't think perspective. that we can do jokey jokes stuff anymore. I think we need to talk about what's really happening in the world politics okay you know a, a child abductions that's happening a lot mm-hmm. just trafficking why is it so easy to abduct a child if we could honestly it's yeah. got to be we got to teach these kids how to evade abduction so is that what the podcast should be about yeah it should be called um finding forester parentheses a child that's a bit of a or we'll say we'll say confusing. we'll say finding and then we'll do underscore as if it's a blank uh-huh. and then we'll do a show about we'll actually track down these kids that are, are missing and we'll document our process. All right, I like finding people. That's what it should be called. I like finding, I like people. finding people. And the first episode is a kid named Forrester that's gone <laughs> missing. <laughs> right. We it's kind of like to... how Disney Plus has um uh high school Musical. musical, the musical, the show. I wasn't aware there was that many layers. Yeah. Okay. So I guess, so you know High School Musical? It was a Disney movie. Right. And then they made a musical, like a stage musical. Mm-hmm. It was called like High School Musical, the musical. Okay. And so then on Disney Plus, they wanted to make a, a TV show. Mm. And what the TV show is about is about school children that are in, uh, you know, theater. Mm-hmm. 
and their school is putting on High School Musical, oh the musical. Okay. So the show is High School Musical, the musical, the show. Okay. That that's the podcast basically, but with abducted children. Okay. Uh, but so, so real quickly, because uh, this has been on my mind recently with this friend. Uh, oh, beautiful! Yeah, party situation. Please. So it, it just took me back to a text message conversation that I had, had with our friend Francisco. Francisco. Uh, back in February, it turns out, because I just quickly googled this up in my text history. Oh, you weren't when... writing down the show idea about abducting kids? Oh, that's all up here. Oh, okay, that's all up here. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I just quickly searched up my text history with friends so I could find this rather confusing conversation that I had with him on uh, February 6th, it appears. He was texting me some um, would-you-rather situations. Okay, those can be fun. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't remember how it started. I'd have, to scroll, I'd have to scroll up too far now. But he was texting me some would-you-rathers. And then it got to this question from him Mm -mm. he said would you rather give up orgasms for life or Mm. eat whatever you want without gaining weight (laughs) and i replied one of those is good and one is bad so the good one well maybe fran has painful (laughs) orgasms maybe Maybe orgasms are bad for fran uh and and, and I said, the good one. And he said, you know what I mean. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't. And then you replied, to clarify for me, no orgasms or no weight gain ever. <laughs> I said, okay, still one is good and one is bad. Did you forget English? And he said, I don't understand why you're confused. <laughs> and then he changed the question to would you rather give up orgasms or give up food (laughs) (laughs) which still didn't help because it was the question because i never eat again do i die of starvation yeah um so yeah he's an idiot so it's not surprising well that's the epitome they ruined your party of fran right there that's a great i mean the story is good but because he doesn't back down well that but also he's getting mad at you because he's wrong because he's wrong right yeah Yeah. that'll happen hey fran get your shit together i can't wait for claudia to set up a surprise party for you i'm gonna fucking tell you so fast dude hell yeah i'm gonna tell you so fast surpresa surpresa (laughs) that's spanish for it is surprise surprise yeah okay um or claro claro kc (laughs) um so today we're doing a game show that Comes from Britain, which we've done a few game shows that have come from there. Yeah. This is another one. And by comes Surprise. from, I mean it's also stayed there. It's just stayed over there. <laughs> okay. In Britain. Right. And it's called, Would I Lie to You? Right. Would I Lie to You? Because we also have an ad to do. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to do the ad then. Okay. I didn't know if we were moving on because we had a pretty nice, healthy intro there. Which we had to some good stuff. I mean, hey, sorry, advertising will come at you whenever it's ready to. So <laughs> get put on a helmet, kids. <laughs> Whatever. Because life is bumpy. Like I got a, I got a bike. I got a helmet the other day. Yeah, you got a cruiser bike, which I, is usually people cruise. for people that are like disabled will get cruiser bikes because mm-hmm. it hurts their butt. Uh, this does kind of hurt my butt. 
You didn't get a comfy seat? It is like the big wide seat or whatever, but it's still like... Dude, what's wrong with your butt? It's a little bony. I've got a bony butt. <laughs> still digs in there a little bit. It's not bad, but... Yeah. Um, all right. Our sponsor today. Oh, hey. That's the first three words. Holy of, shit, uh, dude. Our sponsor today is a very helpful service that can help you in your everyday life. Lying can be a very fun thing to do, but it's not so fun when someone lies to you. Well, that's a nice rhyme. I didn't realize that. For only $39.99 a month, the LLHOF service will help you detect liars. And it's so simple to use. If you ever suspect that someone is deceiving you, just open their intuitive app and request a screening. The professional lie screeners will show up and use their 100% effective tools to get to the truth. Hey, John, what are some of those tools? Reading their own mother's Facebook posts using a sexual porn-like voice, nipple pinching, hair pulling, hair burning, light stabbing, heavy stabbing, aggressive private part tickling. Uh, This isn't in there, but I'm going to throw out passive private part tickling. (laughs) Viewing a quiet place in a theater with a loudmouth breather on one side and an open-mouthed chewer on the other. Uh, Lighting candles that smell like SBD dog farts. Silent but deadly. Mm. And belly button licking using a cat's tongue. The Liar Liar Hair on Fire staff are A plus BBB certified. That's the first time that the name of the Liar Liar Hair on Fire, it was just abbreviated previously. Right. Well, because okay. usually, because, you know. Was you, this a reveal? Well, what, exactly. Okay. Right. What a comedic tool. Thank you. A plus uh, BBB approved and have been trained by the CIA. Wow. When you need to find the truth, Find the LLHOF website and we'll do the rest. Is this legal? Let's start the show. I like the cat belly button looking. It's kind of sexual. But but also kind of painful. The cats have sharp tongues or something? Yeah, dude. That's how they groom themselves. They're like, it's like a it's sandpaper. Like a, it's like a comb built into a tongue. <laughs> Thank you for the... If anybody has ASMR stuff, they're going to love that part. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this while you go to sleep, bitches. <laughs> I felt like more like a lizard than a cat doing that. Yeah, I would say I've never heard a, a wet licking from a cat. Because they've got that dry, dry, yeah. that dry comb mm-hmm. tongue. So today, as we mentioned, we're going to do Would I Lie to You? I, oh, I also learned, um, mm. we talked about um, being the most queer-friendly podcast on probably all of the internet last week. I would week. say all of the internet, yeah. And we talked about rainbow logos. Mm-hmm. Like um, Zillow, for example. Um, they've got a rainbow app logo right now, which is just confusing me and making it hard for me to find my Zillow app because I'm used to it being blue. Oh, wow. And... That's kind of annoying, but if it helps, then I'm all about it. Um, you know, when these giant corporations that um, exploit labor and use their power and money to control government and policy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they put a rainbow flag on their icon, I know that they're for the people. Um, they're supporting us. And I've learned from my wife. Mm who's the biggest critic of this podcast, (laughs) 
that that is called rainbow washing. Which is strange because she doesn't listen either. It's, it's very weird. She just is angry, I think, that you leave for an hour <laughs> every single week. She wishes it was longer. <laughs> um, the uh, It's called rainbow washing when companies do this. And there's uh, some controversy about uh, what, are you, what are you actually doing to help other than pretending to help for one twelfth of the year and right. actually there's only 30 days in this month so it's i mean we kind of it's like the black people get a 28 day month and the gay people get a 30 who gets the 31 day months us i mean time time just t- time in general father time yeah of which is a, a man, man. <laughs> of course <laughs> misogynistic uh m- male Here's, uh, here's patriarchy. That's the word I'm thinking of. Here's the thing. You know, yeah, it's a kind of a shitty thing if you boil it down, but it spawns from the place where this became normal. It's the internet. This wasn't really a thing before the internet. Well, because there are the people that are like, why don't you have a rainbow logo? Do you not care about gay people? Right. And I should be like, Chase Bank. Chase Bank has a rainbow logo. Sure. They don't give my gay friends home loans uh, (laughs) that they want. They, you know, the, or redlining, pink lining, rainbow lining. Rainbow lining. Yeah. You can't just do one rainbow lining. It's not one color. There's a lot of colors. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people, people, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Right. Which is why we do. And and you know what, um, this isn't a thing in Britain because there are no gay people in Europe. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you lying to me right now? No. Uh, Iran is the same thing. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Iran is just like Britain in that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think um, I think we say Iran now. We do. So, Iran to the bank. I don't to, think so, dude. To get that home loan for my gay friends. Because <laughs> they can't get it. Dude, if a hardcore Iranian heard that joke, they would not like it <laughs> at all. So would I lie to you? Is a show in Britain, and I guess what we've been lying to you, they have gay people there. I did. That was a lie. Um, they, uh, Elton John. Hello. <laughs> the most famous. Elton John. Hello. <laughs> the most famous gay person there is. Who's more famous gay than Elton John? Who's more famous gay than Elton John? <laughs> I meant to say who's a um, more famous gay. Who's more famously gay than Elton John? Famously gay. Uh, I don't know. Harvey Milk? MLK? MLK. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's right. Okay. I think he had a wife and everything. Um, so this, this episode is dedicated to the memory of Elton John. Maybe. I don't know, the candle from Beauty and the Beast? The candle from Candle in a Wind by Elton John? <laughs> no, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that was oh no, he was can- French. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean. I mean. So, Would I Lie to You, it's, it's a current show. It's a, it's a recent-ish show mm-hmm. that is still going. It's a panel show. We've talked about panel shows before. We have. They're big in Britain. Have we done an actual panel show yet? Um, British panel show? Not really. I don't think we have. Not really. Um, so this this uh, kind of has elements of 
Hey, go ahead and uh, go ahead and tag us at Come On Down Show on Instagram. Let us know if we've done a panel show before. <laughs> yeah, we don't remember. <laughs> we do every single episode uh, under heavily heavily induced drug binges. Yeah. So who knows what we've done? Uh, it premiered in 2007 on BBC One, which is like uh, I don't know the main TV channel over there. It's very confusing the way sure. their TV works. Because it's all like run by the government, and you have to pay the government to like buy a TV. Wow! You have, there's a TV license fee that you have to pay, and you if you, and if you don't own a TV, you don't have to pay it. But if you own a TV, you've got to pay like a fee to the government every year or month or something like wow. that. Wow! So, I mean, I guess that's what it's like when you're a communist country. People would not go for that here. No. If you try to tax me on my fucking Big Mac, I'll kill you. I mean, you do get... There is... What? Tax on your... What do you mean? You pay tax in the total amount of anything that you buy. All right. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing after this. What? What is that? Throwing a Big Mac into the Boston Harbor. You're going to buy a Big Mac, pay the tax once again, and then throw it into the Boston Harbor. You're going to ruin food. You're going to waste food. Well, no, I guess it'll be eaten by fish and plankton. See? So you're just feeding the fish. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I thought I forgot that you thought that uh, Patrick Henry and those guys up there. Mm-hmm. I don't watch soccer in the in the 1770s. Mm-hmm. Were wasting all that tea. No, they're just brewing the largest. Cup of tea. <laughs> the ocean right now is actually Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> for the biggest glass of tea yeah. in, uh, in the world. And also, they um, subsequently won an award for that uh, and, situation as the biggest passive-aggressive um, attack. Well, that's why um, the UK um, is kind of leading the charge in global warming. They kind of started all of the global warming. It's basically uh, their their way of putting the world's largest kettle on. <laughs> what don't, do you think, what don't, do you think about that? Don't. Don't do your eyebrows after that. What do you think about that? Don't don't do don't ever do that again. Wow! Don't stop it. I don't want. You know that's what they say. Put the kettle on. That's how they make the tea. Yeah. When it's tea time. Uh So. No, you should do the eyebrows. It's not as funny as those eyebrows. All right. Thank you. So in 2007, this television show premiered on the BBC One. It was hosted by a fella. Named Angus Deaton, which is like the most British name. It's like a fake British name that you would, I think, come up with. Yeah. It reminds me of that uh, commercial for a whiskey or a scotch that uh, says, Are you thirsty, Angus? Have you heard, Do you remember that one? And then they... Uh, oh, no, it's Jameson. And okay. then they dive into the ocean after the barrels of Jameson that have gone overboard or some shit like that. Okay, another thing, another ocean throwing situation. There's a lot of ocean throwing wow. stuff. The Big Mac will have company. The one Big Mac that I buy and throw into the Boston Harbor. You know what I've basically protest. figured out is if you go into the ocean, you're going to have a full meal in there somewhere. You're going to have a full meal. You're going to have a full full set of like jewelry. Um, you're going to have... Oh, uh, from the Titanic? Yes, just from the Titanic. It's the only jewelry that's ever been thrown in the ocean. Uh, you're going to have um, skeletons if you need any any skeleton bones for anything. Of like, um, you know, Lacey Peterson or something like that. Okay. Just murdered people. 
I'd like to read you this a thing that I just found out. Oh, what'd you just find out? The latest American campaign for Dewar whiskeys has come under fire because English Italian actress Claire Forlani's bad attempt at a Scottish accent. Ooh. That's the ad you're saying. Oh, is it? Yeah. The Are You Thirsty Angus? Mm-hmm. So Claire Forlani, uh, star of She's All That, she was the one who was all that, right? She's All That. Remember that movie with Freddie Prinze Jr.? Oh, yeah. And uh, where he made a bet. I was thinking Joanna Man. He made a bet to take the nerdy girl to prom and make her prom queen. Yeah, because she's an ugly bitch. But she was ugly because she had a ponytail and glasses. Uh-huh. And then uh, she finds out about the bet, and he says, I made that bet before I knew you, before I really knew me. Which, so what he's saying is, I was a real shitty person. Do you want to go out with someone like that? Because that's how he is as a person. I don't understand how oh, that was. I'm a, wrong about this, by the way. That's Rachel Lee Cook. God damn it, dude. Claire Forlani Your was in, wife right now is freaking out remember. listening to this. Claire Forlani was in Boys and Girls with Freddie Prinze Jr. Okay, so you're just like not smart. You uh, sorry, kind I get my, of know sorry, things. Sorry, I get my 1999 Freddie Prinze Jr. rom-coms mixed up. You should be sorry. Those are two completely different movies. Freddie Prinze Jr. Arguably, was a very, very, arguably. very, very good distinguished actor. She was also in Mallrats. She was the man chicken mall rats that Kevin Smith flick from. We've got to get back to the show. Ninety six. What show? <laughs> would I lie to you? Oh, I don't know. Would you? So <laughs> Angus Deaton, who was thirsty, was uh, the host of the show originally, and there it's it's two teams of three. Each one has a captain, and those captains have been the same forever. Yeah. So Lee Mack, who's a comedian. He, he's a, he was actually on the most recent season of Taskmaster. Oh, which, great show. Which is a great show that we've talked about before. That's not technically panel, right? Uh, yeah, not really. It's well, two hosts yeah, and three contestants. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's a comedian. I don't I don't really know much of his work, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I know more of the work of some of the people who are the guests on the show than the, than the main recurring characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but David Mitchell is the other team captain. And I've actually heard of Mitchell and Webb, which is a comedy duo that he is very funny part of. Uh, I'm not super familiar with their work, but he's done a shit ton of stuff. Uh, he's in a ton of TV shows, a ton of panel shows, like everything. He uh, Mitchell and Webb were actually you remember the um, Justin Long and um, what's the guy's name? The I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. Oh uh, yeah, John something. Yeah. So in the UK, Mitchell- Johnny. Yeah, Mitchell and Webb were the Mac and PC for their versions of those commercials. Okay, but uh, David Mitchell is, as I said, one of the team captains. Lee Mac is the other, and then each of them have two celebrity guests per episode on their respective teams. Um, so Angus Deaton hosted the show for the first year or the first two seasons, I believe. And then there was um, the it, controversy has kind of followed him a little bit throughout his career. From okay. what I've been able to uncover, he's kind of uh, had you know sort of like I don't know maybe like rehab stints or been fired from some shows or things like that in the past. But allegedly, and there's never been any like public statement about this, but he left this show involuntarily. Mm. Um, 
there's some speculation there was uh, so in 2009 in the in the second series of this show as they say over there uh there's a are you familiar with jimmy savile no so he was a british um media star of television and whatnot okay and he he was incredibly famous he was a big throughout like the 70s 80s 90s 10s etc maybe not the zeros is just probably. the 10s yeah yeah <laughs> kind of skipped that one so he was he was a big star over there he was very well known for his charitable functions and drives and things like that over his career he raised over 40 million pounds for of what charity haha haha <laughs> if you would have done an eyebrow thing i might have respected that joke <laughs> but he he raised more than 40 million pounds he was in he you know he was he was an actor in tv shows he was on panel shows guests on, on things like that he was into I think like cycling or marathoning at one point. When the idiot, yeah. You think he had a comfortable bike seat? Doubt it. <laughs> Maybe he had a bony butt. And all this stuff. He was kind of one of the most beloved people in the UK. Angus Deaton made some. Your dog is barking right now. Yep. Made some uh, joke on would I lie to you about Jimmy Savile, who was like. 80 something at the time mm-hmm. uh pretty insulting joke about him and his mom's rotting corpse Ooh. and the bbc was upset about this mm-hmm. and they had gave him a public censure because again the government runs the tv yeah. there and so because of his distasteful joke about jimmy savile and his mother he got uh, a nice public spanked? nice public it? spanking okay um they put him in one of those um what's this thing called garrett garrett garden no um barracks not a bear no you, you know you, you you lock your head and your arms in there yeah, i know what you're talking about and then you about. get spankings okay <laughs> that's what they did and so gulag so, no. nope so shortly after that he was relieved of his duties on the show. Uh, also shortly after that, Jimmy Savile died. And shortly after that... Pillory. No, that's not the word I'm thinking The pillory of. is a device made of a wooden or metal framework erected on a post. No, wait, that doesn't sound like it. <laughs> okay. The picture that pulled up is okay. that thing. Okay. Uh, both of our listeners are screaming the answer at their podcast right now. I think it might be pillory, dude. Okay. So... The uh, a, a couple years later, 2011, mm-hmm. Jimmy Savile died of you know being old, and then 2012, a big news story came out that um, Jimmy Savile was raping everyone out there. Oh my god! And uh, there were a decent amount of people like in and around show business that it like a little bit of a of a Weinstein type I was gonna say, situation. That sounds exactly like that. But worse. Um but wait, there's but wait, it's worse. But wait, it's worse. And like 
there were, there were people that knew about this, and it was kind of stocks, a wooden stock. Yeah, the stocks. Yeah, um, and so they it was it was really like covered up, and anytime anybody tried to speak out about it, it was like edited out of the BBC and all this stuff in when he was alive, mm-hmm. and then you know proper investigations were done after he died and they kind of uncovered that some minor things like um he had more than 300 alleged victims between the ages of 5 and 20 or 5 and 75 and uh like he would go to the the hospitals to do you know his community service and like just like molest people oh in the hospitals God. and for decades honestly <clears throat> It's the cleanest place to do that. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, so maybe in hindsight, Angus Deaton, um, what w- his comments were maybe a little less distasteful mm. than uh, than all the raping that Jimmy Savile was <laughs> was doing. Yeah, I would say that was a little more. I don't know. I don't want to controversial. Yeah. Um raping a bunch of children and getting away with it because of these big uh, corporate and media enablers that want to continue uh, selling this good image that they've manufactured for you. And I think that's a lesson in itself. If you want to do, as my co-host is saying, all the raping, Mm -hmm. just get famous first. Get some big companies in your court, in your corner. It definitely helps. And get, and and you know what's better too? Do the most wholesome thing to get famous. That way you've got that image as well as the money and the uh, support and the backing of huge corporations as well. Do you know that Shonda Rhimes show, How to Get Away with Murder? No. It was on uh, ABC. Okay. Uh, I think... um... Is it actually, is it like the... The book that helped you create a bomb, the anarchist oh, cookbook. No, but I was just thinking. I think that you should pitch a show called "How to Get Away with Rape" because it <laughs> seems like you've got a lot of ideas. It would just be one episode. Well, I well, think I've pretty much shot my wad on that one. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. You've told me a lot of stuff off air. So about what? some ideas that you. I had. feel free to air it now. What What's another <clears throat> thing that I told you on how to get away with rape? I'll talk about it after you're dead. Um, <laughs> So Angus Deaton in 2009 was unceremoniously booted off the show and replaced with Rob Brydon, who is the host to this day. There have been 14 series, including the, Mm. I think, currently airing or at least most recent one. And this has got to be the longest running British show, right? 14 series? It's No, I mean, Doctor Who. That's been going on since... Yeah. Jimmy Savile's first rape victim, basically. If I want to watch a show about an owl, I'll watch Harry Potter. All right. Uh, moving on. Wait, look. Oh, <laughs> hi. Hey. <laughs> Oldest crutch in the game. Eyebrow lifts. Eyebrow. How many cat licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? So... The show's setup is we introduce the two uh, guest stars on each team. They'll frequently be comedians, 
um, actors, presenters. That's a big term that they use over there that we don't use very much. Like Ryan Seacrest would be a presenter. Mm. He's a TV presenter. Okay. And so those sorts of people will will be the guests on the show. Some of them are recurring. Some of them have been there like 10 different episodes or things like that. I think there have been 135 episodes so far, at least according wow. to Wikipedia. And they, the two teams basically are each telling uh, lies or maybe truths. Yeah. And the other team has to kind of uh, interrogate them and then decide whether they are telling the truth or that is a lie. And you get a point for being correct. And that's the show. <laughs> and period. That's it. There are different rounds. The, the first round is called Home Truths. And that is the one person uh, on each team is has a card in front of them. They have to pick it up and read it. It's the first time that they have read this card. And it's either something that is an actual like story from their real life. Mm-hmm. Or it is a made-up thing that the producers of the show have concocted that they've never seen before and have no idea of and they have to read what's on the card out loud and then they're interrogated and and obviously if they're telling the truth they provide more backstory around whatever the thing is and if they're lying they kind of have to improvise a whole bunch of bullshit (laughs) uh to to make it seem like this is a true story that they're telling the truth about and again after a few minutes of questioning the other team has to guess whether it's, whether it's a truth or a lie. The second round is called This Is My Dot Dot Dot. This is my ellipses, mm. if you will. and In which they bring an outside person onto the show for one of the teams. And each of the team members, they, they introduce the guy and they say, This is Todd. And they go to each of the team members and they say, Mark. Who is Todd? And then he says, oh, uh, Todd is a guy who I caught breaking into my house and we got to talking and we actually kind of generated a friendship after that. We got to talking. Mary, who is Todd? And then Mary says, oh, He's a guy that broke into his house. (laughs) (laughs) Todd was uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine who stood up and objected at my wedding to my husband. Or, and so they all have kind of a, an elaborate story about yeah. who this person is. And the other team has to interrogate all of them to figure out which of these people is telling the truth and who Todd actually is. Who is Todd? And they go, Todd, who are you? And he goes, I don't know, man. I've been tr- I've been trying to figure that out. I've been doing a lot of soul searching. I'll recently. let you know when I find out. <laughs> well, we have a we have a show to do, so we kind of sort of need an answer yeah. right now. Oh yeah, yeah, I broke into that dude's house. <laughs> we're good friends now. We're, we're great. So that's that's the way the second round works, and then the uh, the third round is called Quick Fire Lies, in which there's supposed to be kind of a more of a, a time limit on the Q and A and and giving an answer, but I think after like the uh, third or fourth season they kind of dispensed with that aspect of it and it's basically the same thing as the first round at this point 
So we just got a sandwich with the middle of the this is my mm. dot dot dot. Love sandwiches. What's your favorite type of sandwich? I'm gonna go with a like a thick, juicy turkey breast. Maybe kind of like a barbecue turkey breast sandwich. I think turkey is one of the most underrated meats in barbecue place. Wow. If they have a good turkey slice. Right. Where 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 do you get a good barbecue turkey? Terry Black's. The Terry. place that I vowed to never go to because they shut down DCH. Okay. If I were to go there, I bet they have a good sandwich. All right. Is that a good backtrack? Like you clearly <laughs> tell the truth and then you <laughs> You should you should be on what I lie to you. I think you'd be great. <laughs> Do you ever, like, I know on, uh, I think when we did To Tell the Truth, we talked about how I um, embellished some stuff about my skin cancer <laughs> to deceive, mislead. Mislead is a good word. A professor mm-hmm. to not kick me out of his class. Right. To not face the consequences of your actions. Right. Did you have, what's your best lie? I'm not, I don't have one. No. I'm very bad at lying. And I lied a lot when I was younger. Would you get caught? Oh, all the time. Yeah. What's a good story about you getting caught, you being bad at lying? Do you have any of those? Oh, God. Oh, Did you prepare for this? So embarrassing. Um, okay. So there was a new kid. Uh, his name was Brett. And he moved in down the street, down that Mission Ridge Road that I used to live on. Uh-huh. And so we became friends. And we went to. Um, our Camp Clausen, our fifth grade class school trip. Oh, yeah, I did that. I remember that. And I... It was like a week. We went up into the woods Mm -hmm. to a camp for kids, basically, for a week with all of your schoolmates, and you stayed in cabins, and you kind of did things like dissect owl pellets and learn things Mm -hmm. about nature. Archery. We'd go in a canoe. Right. So it was kind of an educational camp week. Yeah. And on one of the, I believe it was the bus ride to the final hike. Uh-huh. We, we always did kind of like a, a hike. It was like a decent incline. We, I told him that I was um, like a ghost. What? Yeah. I told him that. So from, you were like 12 years old. Yeah. 11, 11. 11 years old? Yeah. Yeah. I told him that God in the sky yes. would send like souls down to humans. Okay. And there was a situation where my soul was blocked. You missed. Missed. Uh-huh. And so I was just kind of a, a, a vehicle that had no passenger okay. <laughs> or driver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, and then he told everybody that you said you were a ghost. Uh huh. Well, I didn't say ghost. I don't remember what I. I probably had some made up fucking term about it. <clears throat> but I told him that my soul was blocked by like Kareem Abdul. Okay. Do you? I, I know you. You were like eleven at the time. Sure. Do you remember why you might have come up? with That this was the lie? thing. I had a problem. I just lied. You just lied a lot. To like. It was probably for attention. It was before I probably uh-huh. was good at being humorous. Okay. To steal the attention from jokes, I just lied because I wanted, you know, to have a fantastical story. I was probably bored with my life, too. 
And so, but yeah, he told everybody, and so they they all made fun of me. Rightfully so. <laughs> did you did you come clean at any point? I probably not. They probably just why would I need to come clean? What a stupid lie. That's well, not something where that's true. But like kids, even to uh, even adults, I guess, or some adults to to a certain extent, are just so gullible and stupid. Like. We had, I mean, it sounds like you had like a minor bout of pathological lying yeah, going on not at, the, minor. at the time. It was pretty major. But, it, you know, it feels like you you got over that as mm-hmm. you, you know, reached pubis and... Don't ever call it that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, puberty. What's the... E-puberis? Uh, uh, e, e, e unum. <laughs> um, so, but like we... We had another friend, and I don't want to say their name, in high school, mm-hmm. that... We'll call him Jekyll. <laughs> That's where you knew exactly what story I was going to. That um, he he didn't start going to school with us until junior year mm-hmm. of high school. He right. went to a private school before that. And so, you know, he was kind of meet, meeting everybody fresh at this point. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, where, you know, where are you from? What, whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, I've lived here for a while, but I went to private school. And he's like, oh, why don't you go to private school anymore? And what he told us was that um, he was uh, expelled from his private school Ooh. because he was, he was in the principal's office for, for something. And... Uh, I mean, this was so long ago, I wish I could remember more of the details of this story. Mm-hmm. But the principal had somehow insulted him or his family in some way. And so he broke the principal's arm. He he got in a physical altercation with <laughs> the principal in his office and broke the principal's arm. Yeah. Um, and was expelled subsequently expelled from the school for that <clears throat> and i mean and didn't go to juvie no he was just not went to a public yeah, he school. was not like arrested for assault or, or anything like that he just wasn't allowed to go to his private school anymore and then so we found some people i think that went to that private school that were like that's not true he's a, that guy's a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> and and so it was just a weird thing to lie about for no reason whatsoever because instead of like making you sound cool it kind of just makes you sound like a sociopath yeah a little bit i'm i mean and when you find out it's a lie it makes you sound more like a sociopath right i guess but it, it was like oh well that's fucking weird that you did that nice to meet you <laughs> <laughs> uh. when i was when i was young like you know when you like every kid lies because they don't. I get didn't. Tr- no, you just said that you were a pathological liar. Was Whoa. a pathological Holy liar. Shit. Um, so it's like when you're a kid, you don't want to get in trouble, and you you lie to your parents and stuff like that. Sure. And my, I I think I, I told this on here before potentially, but I I was convinced by my mother that my my tongue would turn black and fall out if I lied. <laughs> 
Why does it turn black first? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but my tongue would turn black and fall out. It would shrivel up. Like I think like dry out, like you like know, like shrivel up. Like yeah, a- yeah, yeah. Like a grape. And fall out. And then I wouldn't have a tongue anymore to be able to speak <laughs> because I lied and I don't deserve to speak uh. because I'm a liar. <laughs> and then one time I got in trouble for something or another and denied it. And my mom was like, if you're lying to me, your tongue is going to turn black and fall out. And I was like, I'm not lying. But I got really nervous. Uh-huh. And I like tensed up a lot. And like my mouth started drying out because I was so nervous. And like my, my throat started hurting. And I was like, it's happening. And I was like, mom, I was lying. I don't want my tongue to fall out. <laughs> she got me good. Oh, man. She got me good it just goes to show you how stupid you are as a kid because have you ever seen anybody else in the world that didn't have a tongue everybody else tells the truth except for me yeah that's why i'm going to hell no uh and like but your parents lie to you all the time when you're a kid yeah non-stop lying it's kind of crazy that our lives start like that and then you become an adult and you lie and they're like hey uh uh-uh that's not cool it's like we but you, I was lied to. I learned when this I was from little. you, Dad. Yeah, that was uh, when uh, I grew up in New York, and there was like great jungle, the concrete where jungle dreams are made of, which doesn't make sense, by the way. <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Is it the concrete jungle that dreams are made of, or is it the concrete jungle where dreams are made? Each of those makes sense, but. <laughs> It doesn't make sense combined like that. You have two options, and yet you chose the wrong third one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you made up a third option. So I I lived in New York, and I was like eight years old, and my parents went uh, on vacation mm-hmm. to Dallas like twice within... A few months or something like that. Interesting. And first of all, my parents, I, I didn't ever really remember them going on vacation mm-hmm. alone before that. Uh, but they wanted a vacation to Dallas without us. And for some reason, when they got back, I was like, are we moving to Dallas? Is that why you went there? And my mom was like, No. Why would we move to Dallas? We're not going to move to... Why do you think we would move to Dallas for? And I was like, well, it's just weird that you went on vacation there without us. <laughs> yeah. And like, we're kind of suspicious about it. She's like, no. Um, and the, the weirdest thing happened after that was uh, a couple months later, we moved to Dallas. Whoa! And, and I was pretty bummed. And then like a, a couple years went by... And uh, and my parents went on vacation to Hawaii again without us. Whoa. And I was like, are we fucking moving to Hawaii? <laughs> They're like, no, this is actually just a real vacation. You're right. There's a slight... like, yeah, huh? And that's what you said last time. There's a slight difference between Dallas and Hawaii. Yeah. So I, that's why I live in Hawaii now. Man, everybody lies. Everybody lies all the time. Mm-hmm. Think about our politicians. Yeah. Think about our school teachers. Think about our children. Think about America.
And think about Britain, where they would lie to you. Yeah, sometimes they do. That's how you win the show. You're That's, incentivized to lie. Yeah, you got to be a good liar. The better liar you are, the more likely you are to win. Um, and I wonder, there's probably some element to the people that are telling the truth to make it seem like they're lying by being weird and evasive with their answers in ways yeah. that make it seem less likely to be the truth. I also That's think that, a good strategy. that that can be achieved through reading the card for the first time. Even if it's the truth, if you're reading it for the first time, you still kind of have that, uh, like you're not retelling something that you know, which might give off the tea right, you've that gotta, you know. You've got to act like this yeah. is all fresh to me. Right. Yeah, so the there is score kept on this show. But it is not kept publicly to the audience because it's a half-hour show and they film for longer than half an hour. Okay. Uh, because they want to get all the funniest bits and interactions in there. Yeah. So they might film eight questions or eight lies, truths, whatever. Yeah. And then only air five of them. And so... They they don't tell you the score until uh, the end, basically. Yeah. Where they've decided what is going to be in the <laughs> edit. Or, uh, the, or they'll tell you the score and it'll be like, oh, it's five to two. And you're like, we only saw four things. <laughs> but you just have to not worry about that, basically. Okay. Uh, one team wins and that's it. And they don't win anything. There's no prize. I know this is going to bum you out. Yeah. Uh, but as best I can tell, there is no prize awarded on this show. You're just declared the winner and the loser. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the show. I mean, Lee Mack and David Mitchell, like I said, they're, they're kind of the, the center squares. They're, they're each of their yeah. team captains. So, th- so they're always involved a lot of times the the final the, the quick fire lies will go to the two of them um just because they're they're the stalwarts yeah of the teams mm-hmm. and they're on every single episode of the show all 135 of them wow and and sometimes especially in the last couple seasons um rob bryden our host our presenter mm-hmm. if you will will um sometimes he will read um a true or false and both teams can question him or sometimes he will get involved in the in the the uh, inquisition yeah the back as and well. forth yeah exactly he'll he'll ask for cl- for clarification on things or, yeah he's something doesn't sound right here yeah so i, I don't know i felt like when when I'm watching the show, a lot of times I feel like I can tell whether mm. they're lying or truthing. Are you right? I think I'm usually right. But like there are times are where I'm lying? like, okay, this person is clearly lying. This person is clearly lying. And then all the other people are like, I think it's the truth. And I'm like, no, mm. you're that's clearly a lie. You're so stupid. But then there are other times where I'm like. I guess that sounds believable, and then it's a lie. So, it's it can be tricky. You saying British people are stupid? Some of them. Wow. Some of them are. 
They're trying to heat up our fucking globe to make tea. So much tea. Hey, guess what? It's gross brown water. Hey, everybody go ahead and check out Ted Lasso for other hot jokes like that. I was like about that. to say, that's, that's Ted Lasso's opinion on tea. And that's also my opinion on tea. That's also my opinion on coffee, though. Here's so. the thing, though. Um, it's mostly true, but if you get a good like chai tea... It's got a little bit of creaminess with it, and you pour some milk in there. Here's the thing. In order to get good tea, you have to add non-tea things to it. Right. So the thing about tea, as I understand it, mm-hmm. tea, what tea is right. is uh, garbage like in a bag. Leaves and flowers. Sure. And then you make your water taste like those leaves and flowers Correct. as best that you can, right? As best you can, yep. And that's it? I mean, yeah. Some of it has uh, Does it have um healing powers? Calories? Like do the does the stuff from the leaves and flowers add calories? Or uh, maybe. Or is it like a it would a pure tea without like, you know, sugar or uh cream yeah. added be zero calories? Like I bet you a Lipton iced tea has calories oh, because it's for just a bunch sure. of fake stuff made up in a lab <laughs> in Wuhan. I just I put in tea calories and it uh-huh. came it said two calories two it says tea a one serving eight fluid ounce cup uh, apparently two calories two okay that's almost uh, one for the water and one for the actual tea no shit. water doesn't have calories right one for the water and one for <laughs> okay. the actual tea did no um, if you the way the calorie laws work mm-hmm is if it's under one calorie per serving, you can say zero. Are you fucking serious? So you can manipulate the serving size to make your thing have zero, zero calories. calories. So like, and I don't think they do this, but a like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or something like that could ser- sell you a 12-ounce a can. And if it's two calories, mm-hmm. they could put like serving size six ounces and then market it as uh, zero calories. I think something that said two calories or one calorie stands out a little bit and not in a bad way. Like Dr. Pepper 10? Everything. I can't find it anymore. Is it gone? Is it out of we, style? John, it was Jonda's favorite soda and we cannot find it. Because the regular Dr. Pepper is like 140 or so, mm-hmm. I think. Um but if I saw something that had two calories, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Everything has zero calories. Like, I don't believe zero calories. Zero calories doesn't stand out to me anymore. It's like, there's so like many if, drinks If it has zero. two calories, it's probably going to taste a little better than a zero yeah. calories. Like, they did something where they're, like, where they're like, hey, we don't want to compromise too much. <laughs> yeah. Leave, hey, leave in those two. Yeah. One for the water. It's just as good. Would I lie to you? That's basically the slogan of every... Advertising, advertising yeah ever is what i lied to you and the answer is always yes we're not lying to you we just want to let you know you're but i would be a fat ugly slob if you don't use it that's just all to, we're saying just to be clear i would lie to you yeah. i'm not but i'm not i mean you're in but advertising again yeah so you're I a liar advertising i am a professional liar damn i would be dude. great on this show so you're a magician yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I lie to my college professors. I lie to my mom unsuccessfully, and yet you still got your tongue. I lie to my doctor all the time. Wait, hold on. About what? That's not good. Just like what I eat and uh-huh. uh, how much I pee. 
And <laughs> what's the lie you tell? Do you tell them too much or too little? So here's the thing. Yeah, I pee a lot. Okay. Like how On many average. times? How many times would you say that you pee in a day? Um, because I always wonder about this. I don't know. Right. The, well, what, I mean, it does depend. But on average, basically how much I'm drinking, if I'm doing good drinking, right, right. uh, on average, I would say uh, five, six times. So do you think like 10 to 15 is too much? Yes. 10 to 15? That's so, almost, that's like once an hour. So I'll put it this way. Uh, like last night, More than I, once an hour. last night I got in bed after your, your uh, raucous party. Unsurprise party. Right. Your unsurprise party. Your, what's the opposite of surprise? Knowledgeable mm. party. Um, your aware party. <laughs> okay, I guess, yeah. Um, I got in bed to go to sleep. Hell yeah. And in the time I got in bed before I went to sleep, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, like, I, like, read the internet in bed a little bit before I go to sleep, so, mm-hmm. you know, it was probably, like, killed 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, laying down trying to go to sleep. In that time frame, I got up to pee four times before I went to sleep. How many Cokes did you drink, did you drink at the party? Uh, two. You drink your thing when you got home? Um, I drank some water. I drink water before bed every night, so that probably... Why do you do that? Uh, because sometimes I I went through a phase where I would like wake up in the middle of the night with a calf cramp. I don't know, because of the, the way I... like stretch in my sleep or something like that okay and just the most painful calf cramp it just hurts so bad mm-hmm. and it's not great when you're trying to sleep to get that and so i was like well i gotta make sure that i'm super hydrated before i go to sleep so i don't get any muscle cramps so do you wake up to pee in like during sleeping uh sometimes that tr- would be the worst i try I not drinking to. water 30 minutes before i lay down um yeah no i always drink water before bed but like if i go to the movies it it, and i go to the movies kind of a lot well i used to i've only been to one movie in the last year and a half Mm -hmm. but uh it is incredibly rare for me to sit through an entire movie without having to get up to go to the bathroom i mean yeah i'm kind of the same way like uh, so we saw a quiet place too yeah and i had to pee for the last 45 minutes of the movie oh that's the worst and it sucks and then you like unbuckle your pants so to try and relieve some of the pressure oh thought you're gonna say to to pee like out the side (laughs) of the seat (laughs) pee on the seat next to you a little bit (laughs) no it's it's the worst because then you don't you don't want to miss anything, but then you end up focusing only on all of your energy on not peeing uh-huh. and you miss what's going on in the movie yeah. anyway. So might as well just go relieve yourself. Yeah. And you're like, this movie's got to be done any minute. That now, happened right? to me. So, yeah. Because yeah. I looked it up and it's only an hour and 37 minutes. But with the previews, it starts know, so much later. I know. And... I was like, it's got to be done. Oh, it has to be done soon. Oh, for sure. Like this guy dies. This guy's still alive. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I I feel like spoiler I spoiler alert. Somebody dies in shit. a quiet place too. I feel like I pee kind of a lot. It, it sounds like you pee too much. But the uh, when you like Google that, it's a a lot of the things are like prostate problems. Issues, yeah. And so, but you check your prostate all the time, right? So uh, my like, if I tell the doctor that I'm peeing a lot, I think he's gonna want to stick something up my butt, so I don't tell him. So you would rather live your life with prostate cancer 
then go through, I, I don't know, I'm assuming 10 seconds of uncomfortable feelings? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh-huh. Okay, man. That's hey. what I just spent the last five minutes telling you. Hey, man, you got to live your life. Yeah. Um, and if you want to do it as a stupid person, that's totally cool, dude. The doctor, the doctor's like, so how often do you urinate? And I go, hey, would I lie to you? He's like, why are you? Yeah. Why don't you just answer the question? <laughs> it's a very no, simple normally. question, actually. So, yeah, would I lie to you? It's a it's a fun British panel. It's a gas. Game show. It's a gas. Wow. Yeah. Is that what they would say over there? I think so. And uh, it's Wilty. W-I-L-T-Y is how it's like abbreviated online most of the time. Okay. I don't know if they say it. I don't know if they say it, Wilty. It sounds... Or if it's just online. Yeah. Written as Wilty. But if you see that, we're talking about Would I Lie to You on the BBC One. Not Dave. Not Dave, no. Dave is... I think Dave is no more. I think it's called something else now. Oh, he passed away. Dave is a, a banking app now, by the way. I saw a commercial for it the other day. Really? Yeah. I was like, why is everything named Dave? Um, do you have any ways that you would make would I lie to you better? I would. Uh, drop the stupid accents. <laughs> oh, you th- you think they're doing accents? Yeah, they're all distinguished actors doing these ridiculous accents. And as you pointed out, the accents would go... I know that they're not real because once you start singing, they go away. <laughs> That's a good point. So, So is every British person... Faking their accent. Correct. It is a government mandated. Okay. The policy. queen. Do you think the queen is involved? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. The, the rest of the show is great. Just the I accents. Enjoy, it's the accents. It, they can't. It, I can't do it. Can't understand what they're saying. I've got to watch with subtitles on. Mm-hmm. You watch stuff with subtitles. Haven't we talked about that? I do now. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. Uh, you can't read. <laughs> don't worry about it. You can't read. You pee 15 times a day. And, and my doctor like, doesn't know any of this. And you're, your optometrist like, read this chart and you go, would I lie to you? <laughs> I can read it. <laughs> that's what I, Yeah, I that's, see it. That's fine. But I need to know the specific letters to make sure your eyes are working. Uh, don't worry. I got it. I got it. Why yeah, there, do you come in here? There are, there are letters there. We you, both know it. You never read it. We both know what the letters are. I know okay. what they are. I need to check to Let's make sure go. you know what they are. All right, give me my driver's hey, license. Let's hey, this guy, right? Here. It's the only two of us in here. What are you doing? I had to do, um, the last time I got my driver's license renewed, mm-hmm. I had to do it. They made me eye test. So you had to you had to put your head down? Yeah, there's the weird like you push forehead, forehead depression thing uh-huh. that now I've got everybody else's forehead juices yeah. mixed with mine uh-huh. because that's what turns the light on to see... The letters or whatever. Yeah. And then I just said, yep, they're all there. So you would put, you would physically push your head and come back up and go, yep, they're all there. I saw them all. Okay. I got it. <laughs> and what, and she said, how many are there? And you go, who's, why would I? A good handful. <laughs> There's a good handful of letters there. I think if you have um, corrective lenses, mm-hmm. which you don't, you just have fake ones. Mm-hmm. You have non-corrective lenses. Non-corrective. I think if you are a person with compromised sight, you don't have to do that. You just—they say you have glasses, and you go, "Uh huh." And then they put a thing on there that says, "Like 
this person this should person probably be wearing glasses. glasses. Yeah. So if you get pulled over and you don't have your glasses on, you go to jail. Thought we lived in America. Not anymore. Now people won't even trust me when I tell them all the letters are there. <laughs> so what would you, on a scale of zero to five... Hey, where the fuck are our buzzers? We haven't had buzzers on this show. They, the move... Have they become one with the move? Oh, no. <laughs> we have them somewhere. Okay. And one of these weeks, I am going to look for that. Okay. Uh, how many buzzers would you give this program? I'm going to give it a 4.5 buzzers. Wow. High grades from you. And just because the accents brings it down? Yeah. That half buzzer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four buzzers. Okay. I think it's a fun show. Again, it's, I would say, loosely game showy. From the perspective of there's no prizes, there's no regular folk. Yeah. It's all fancy folk. It's all fancy people who just want your attention so they can entertain you and then go do their rapes and heinous crimes on the side, but you won't care because they're entertaining you and they'll on be the able side. to cover it up more easily. Okay, well, maybe they're you think they're doing this on the side and the rapes and heinous crimes doing, as, their, as their main thing? They're doing freelance raping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah... Um, the world uh, and these big corporations and governments and media people are filled with uh, horrible people mm-hmm. who basically just want to manipulate the public to get everything they want, yep. to cover up all of their misdeeds and convince you that they're supportive of causes that they really don't give a shit about. Right. And that's the most honest, truthful thing that we've said on this podcast. We would not lie to you in this moment. Would I? All right. uh, Let's wrap this up because I have to pee. This has been (laughs) Would I Lie to You on Come On Down, the game show podcast. Where one of us maybe has prostate issues.